0: Block Talk Radio.
1: It's May thirteenth, twenty eighteen. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Hope you're having a great day. Hello and welcome to Working for Eleven Radio Show, where progressives for change present opinions that matter. Tonight we're joined by co-host Jeff Brown. I'm your moderator, Leroy McKnight. Please remember, good leadership is never about power and control but rather for the honor and the privilege of serving the members in the interest of the membership. Uh, Announcements. uh, Let me just say this. Uh, In honor of Mother's Day, there will be no announcements, email, quote, or definitions during this abbreviated show. We hope you appreciate that this week. Let's bring on Jeff Brown and uh, see how Jeff's week is going. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing?
0: I'm good, Leroy. How are you doing?
1: Well, I'm doing real good. Thank you. Um anything going on in your area uh this week?
0: Uh, no rain today, the sun's out. <laughs>
1: <I> haven't <laughs> seen it in
0: a while. <laughs> yeah. Well There's nothing but rain. Yeah. It's uh, a big change. It's supposed to warm up this weekend though, or during the week.
1: So That'll be nice. That'll be good. That'll be- yeah, That'd be really uh, nice Do you have an update on that uh, injured worker From your plan, is there any news on that?
0: Um, the word I got From our uh, ERT member Emergency response team uh, Who works with me Driving a high-low Lord, The lady was not injured um, Everything was okay And everything we've seen in the press Is totally wrong Um, The legacy I got Um, She got a little bit behind In her work On the line And got her legs stuck But no no injuries to the young lady And that's a good thing
1: Okay, no broken bones or anything So that's good No Okay, I want to welcome all the people That are coming into the uh, The uh, switchboard Thank you very much There's a lot of you there We really appreciate it if you have a question or want to make a comment, please just hit one, and and that will give us an indication you want to say something, Then we'll try and uh, get you on here. It's going to be a pretty short show, just so that everybody knows. But thank you. Yeah, thanks for that update, Jeff. I'm glad she didn't know broken bones or anything like that, no lacerations. Nope. Or kind of got twisted around in there and, you know, upset probably a little bit. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm pleased to hear that she's doing okay. I'm sure the rest of the listeners are as well. So thank you for that update. Mm-hmm. Um I went for my annual physical uh, Monday, this past Monday, and uh the doctor uh gave me the thumbs up. Yet again I'm in good shape. Good. good. Yeah, kinda cool. The, she <laughs> uh she um, noted that uh, caring for other people and helping other people is an integral part of who I am. Uh, so i I would say integral part, but thats that was those were her words, the integral part of who I am. And I guess I uh, I, I, I was honored that she would say that uh, in the course of our examination because she uh, she's seen the things I do in our community here, helping others. You know, my office is in the ghetto, and you can't help people in the ghetto in Bloomfield Hills or Miami Beach. You have to actually be in the ghetto and see and interact with people and, uh, you know, hold a high standard so they can see that there is hope. Uh, a lot of the young people in our community here uh, think that they're either going to go to jail or die, so they don't really try all that hard. So i um, doing my best to help change that mindset in the young people and some of the older people as well. So, But if you want to help people there, you have to go there. And if you want to help people in other circumstances, you actually have to go there and sort of become somebody in that arena so that they will actually speak with you. Uh, mm-hmm. And and PhDs and public relations people are doing, you go to the airport and you have an Uber car or something like that and find out. You go where what you want is happening in order to find out the latest and greatest. You go and interact with those people. Whether it's human trafficking or homeless the CEOs, you have to go where they are, and you have to assimilate and speak their language. So, yes, I do all, you know, I do a lot of that kind of stuff, Jeff, as you know, and uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't make it all good or all bad, but in the end, if you save one life, it's worth it. And I know that I can point to three lives that I've saved in my travels, uh, in the last, since I've retired and had time to do some outreach like that, so I'm real happy to report that. So, and I'm sure their mothers are happy that they're alive. There's a few that didn't make it, but I can't help that. So, anyhow, um, uh, after I finished my on Monday, uh, my appointment with my doctor, I, you know, I pride in going out and uh, trying to help uh, the political uh, front uh, and, you know, the legislators uh, control the civil rights division. So there's not much we can do to help our uh, brothers and sisters in the civil service, I'm sorry, the civil service uh, uh, area if they're a government worker because that's all controlled by the legislature and we need to find more friendly labor people no matter what party because there are people inside of both parties who are not labor friendly so i've been working with a woman who's i don't want to get into names just yet um, but i've been working with her and for some time educating her on all of the issues of the labor she listens to the show every week and is very up on pretty much everything Uh, She's running for House Rep, House of Representatives here in the state of Michigan. So this is a labor-friendly person who will be likely being elected because the numbers show that because we don't just encourage good people to run. We get them to run, and we support them with a lot of uh, uh, different uh, entities. So I went out and walked with her for four hours Monday night. You know, I... I encourage everybody to go out and find a good candidate. Help them, groom them a little bit, and then, you know, give them the resources they need. Walk with them once in a while. And it doesn't have to be every week. It doesn't have to be every two weeks. But every now and then, get out there and just, you know, hey, when are you going to be walking? And give them three or four hours of your time, you know, because if we don't get control, of these legislatures that are not friendly to us, we're never going to be successful in the end. And our civil service aspect to members in, in the civil service arena require that. You know, some somebody asked me what I'd do to help them. Well that's one of the things I do to help them. But more importantly, I was asked several questions by many people over the course of the week and I just wanna to, wanna to reiterate Our union is a bottom-up union. There's actually law that says that the bargaining reps are the exclusive, this federal law, the exclusive bargaining agent for a local union. So, yes, do we have ideas as we aspire to be the leader of our union? Yeah. But at the same time, it's not... Our ideas that drive this union, it's the membership. And we have to listen to you, the membership. And by and through those ideas of yours, then we can move forward to try and help. Believe me, we've been listening. I think you listened to the last week's show, you'll find that out, so... Having said all of that, that's kind of my week. I, You know, like I said, my doctor's appointment, I helped the candidate, and I answered a number of questions. But those questions, again, they're, they're coming from you, and it's not for me to answer a lot of those things. Yeah, I have opinions on them. They come from you, the members. Your bar, you, Your bargaining team drive the entire negotiating process how it needs to be and it hasn't been that way for decades and that needs to change and I just want to make sure everybody understood that so thank you for your questions everybody that asked them I hope that I was able to lend a little bit of information to you Uh, we'll get into more of those as uh, and let everybody hear the, the questions and the answers as time goes on but for now we're in an abbreviated show So having said that, uh, Jeff Brown, uh, if you want to finish up or start your uh, report and finish up that that section there, I think you're actually going into a new section, and it's real brief. (laughs) So uh, go ahead and give us that article. Okay.
0: Yeah, we're in Article 15, and it's one sentence long. Um, Article 16 is very long, so we'll start that next week. Article 15 is the fiscal year. It states the fiscal year of the International Union shall begin the first day of January of each year and end on the 31st day of December of the same year. That's it, short and sweet.
1: Okay, Jeff, that's pretty good. Um, I, you know, I mean, the fiscal year is, you know, pretty important, uh, and it's something that we need to know, uh, and that's, that drives the uh, statements at the end of the uh, the, the uh, year, and that's reported uh, in Solidarity News mag- magazine, uh, so in their first issue, uh, but it's always a year retro, so it's it's always a year behind. Uh, but that's important that, that everybody understands when that fiscal year is. So having said that, well, I'll get into my report, uh, and it's going to be kind of brief uh, like Jeff's. Not quite as brief as Jeff's, but uh, there uh, is some dialogue going on regarding the uh, retiree health care benefits. and there's uh, been a uh, flyer put out regarding uh, one of the elements of that flyer re- regards with uh, uh, the retiree health care. And the individual indicates they want to uh, put retiree health care back under the uh, authority of the corporation. Well, we had a decision on March 29, 2018, well before this flyer was written, Uh, and this decision is very important to how health care is handled. Let me read an excerpt on somebody that wrote this, uh, uh, about this. It said, on March 29, 2018, the United States District Court for the Eastern District of Michigan held that none of the master CBAs, entitled retirees, CBA means collective bargaining agreement, entitled retirees or their eligible spouses and dependents, to vested lifetime health care benefits because Honeywell's obligation to provide health care coverage ceased upon the negotiated expiration date included in each of the master CBAs. The last master CBA at issue in that lit- lit- litigation, the 2011 master CBA expired on May 3rd, 2016. Now, What that means is that the collective bargaining agreement is the controller of health care for retirees. If the collective bargaining agreement, as was the case in Honeywell, removes the authority for the corporation to provide health care for the retirees, if that is no longer in the agreement, then there's no health care for the retiree. In other words, it's subject to the last negotiated agreement. And this case is a federal district case to federal district court. Okay, that means it's precedent-setting. And it's not just for Honeywell. So, in the case of the Detroit 3 As much as I, the sole litigant trying to stop it, in light of this latest decision, I have to reverse my personal position on the notion that retiree health care be under the authority of the corporation. It is now, because of this decision, best served under the Viva health care plan needs to be some adjustments for sure to benefit our our members in the viba having said that if it goes under the corporation's authority as one of the candidates has said that that would be subject to it being written into the agreement the, the master agreement for Ford, GM, and Chrysler, all D33. If it's not written in there or taken out at some point in the future by people 20, 30 years from now negotiating agreements, then healthcare ceases. Remember, the people that will be negotiating agreements will have been at some point hired in after 2007, and they have no health care in retirement at this point. Of course, we'd like to see them get that. Having said that, in short, corporations can in control of retiree health care are very, very risky because the second it gets written out of the agreement, as was the case in Honeywell, health care healthcare and retirement ceases so it's better served in an independent trust as is the viva trust just know that okay um i also while we're on the subject of retirees please do not forget that there is language in the detroit three agreements that if the funding falls below 80 percent for the pensions pensions get cut by 50%. And that snapshot is taken at the end of September and reported the first of January every year. So please be aware of that. I hope you understand that our position here, as articulated by the leadership, is that the VIBA remains the authority for retiree health care, at least in the Detroit 3, and as we can do that for others, attempt to do that as well, because, is it, because it is very risky under the auspices of the corporation. It is subject to the last negotiated agreement. If it gets changed in the negotiated agreement, At that point, it ends. So, okay. Uh, We have some more on the issues of last week and the issue of of, uh, temporary uh, dues, and we believe you'll like those. Please keep looking for that. We'll post that out throughout the next week. It got a little busy this week, and we were unable to get that posted But we will address that, and it adds a lot of sense to what is going on and uh, why it's wrong, what's going on. And we will be addressing that and give you what you need to get it corrected if it's not being done right in your area. And we'll explain exactly and specifically why. And we would like to make note, all of the IEB. All of the executive officers of the IEB, the regional directors, all of the staff members, all of the other candidates have had an opportunity to try and address this issue properly. Please look for that this week coming out on our .dot .com page. We'll post it out like we do the show. So having said all of that, uh, this is going to be an abbreviated show. It's 20 minutes right now, and that was what we promised. Uh, we intend to hold to that. Uh last Jeff, do you have anything else, Jeff, that you'd like to talk about?
0: Uh no sir. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. Uh, hope it's a good week coming.
1: Yes, happy Mother's Day, everybody, for sure. Hope you're having a good day and, and uh you've enjoyed the moms enjoyed and their children and those children enjoy their moms. Uh and uh and if your parents are past, please remember them fondly. I hope you had good memories and look for all the good ones, please. Uh, Having said that, uh, if Jeff has nothing else to to comment on, uh, we'll close this out by saying if you found value in the show, please tell just one more person about us. Um, Thanks for listening. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio, Working for a Living, iTunes, Stitcher, and Player FM. Um, I want to shout out to all of our friends around the world. Thank you for listening. We very much appreciate it. Our friends in Mexico and our dear friends in Canada, union and non-union, all of those brothers and sisters of the UAW across our nation, and all of our other union friends and non-union friends across the United States. Stay safe. Have a wonderful week and Mother's Day today, and we'll see you again next week. Good night, listeners. Good night, Jeff.
0: Mike, uh...